0: Embrace the tranquility of Ocean Isle Beach. As the crowds ebb away, the true essence of this coastal haven comes alive. Stroll along the
1: quiet shoreline, collect seashells with loved ones, and savor the calm that only the off-season can bring. Discover cozy cafes, enjoy unhurried walks, and relish the beauty of nature's canvas. Ocean Isle Beach, where serenity and connection flourish. Your stay awaits at OceanIsleStyle.com. we're taking over hi or i'm lifting my phone because i got the harvest mobile app everybody say this to me it's at the bottom of the screen let's say it together that's my name i just need the faith confession amen that is true that's who i am amen y'all ready let's go i'm ready to receive and fully submit to god's word which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path in this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, customize. Taylor, make this word for us, your people. Do what you do when you do when you do. How you do when you do it? Why? You do it so well. Tonight, Father, I've got an assignment from you. I pray that every ear is ready to receive. I rebuke anything that would be contrary to the receptivity of this word. I take authority over this atmosphere and say, Lord, you have your way and your will be done in this place tonight. Why? your word is sharper than a dual-edged sword what does that mean that means that your word is true that means that your word has the ability to cut off what needs to be cut but then your word also has the ability to refine what needs to be refined your word is defined as the bread of life which means watch this as we receive your word tonight we're going to receive life and i pray that this life would give us life so much so that we are overflowing to give others life i rebuke discouragement i rebuke distraction now and i declare that everybody under the sound of my voice is 100 focused on hearing this word so that we move in what you've ordained in jesus name wednesday can i get you to release a praise before we get into this word go right there say this with me say lord have your way say your will be done tonight Let's go. Listen, let me start with a prophetic declaration uh, for you to latch on to for the last portion of this year. Uh, And I've said it before, so it's not new, but I need you to act like it's new. Say, I'm in my winning season. Tonight, I want to introduce you to Usher Foreman, which means Usher. I'm the good first Sunday Usher. I just don't have the white gloves. Anybody grow up in church where they had ushers with white gloves on the first Sunday? I don't know what the white gloves were supposed to do, but I guess make sure that you can see their hands when their hands move. Watch me. What's the purpose of an usher? To get you to the proper seat. I need you to hear me tonight. My assignment is to act as an usher for you to take you out of what you were in and usher you into your win. I need you to allow me to do my job tonight. So I need you to free me. Say, Bishop, go tonight. I need you to let me say it the way I need to say it because I got an assignment and by the time this word is finished, what you were in, you will be out of. What you were stressed out over, you gonna be stepping on top of. What you were worried about, you gonna be walking on top of. Can I get you to latch onto this and put it in the atmosphere? Say, I'm in my winning season. So this series that we've in or that we're in is called Represent. We're saying it like that, so the emphasis is seen very clearly. Re-means again, present means to introduce. So today the goal of this series has been to reintroduce some things to you. Tonight, I want to deal with the prophetic. Say the prophetic. There are a variety of ideals, thoughts, and beliefs about prophecy. And so to lay a foundation, I want to establish what prophecy is. It is to do these two things. The first, is to foretell. To foretell means there's something already on the agenda of your life that the purpose of prophecy is to say this is scheduled for you. I need you to hear me. Before you were ever born, your winning season was scheduled. I need you to hear me and hear me clearly. Before you were born, there was some scheduled betrayal too. Before you were born, there was some scheduled heartache. There was some scheduled pain. There was some stuff that was scheduled because God knew it was going to be necessary for where you were headed. I wish you'd stop being angry at your preparation. Because your preparation is making sure, watch me, that you become the person that the prophecy needs. You didn't hear what I just said. The purpose, watch this, of your frustration is so that you become the person your prophecy needs. You can't have winning season if you got a loser mentality. I need you to realize the purpose of what you've been going through has been to shift your mentality. It has been to evolve you so that you would become the person that was necessary for the prophecy. Sometimes you got to grow into what God has spoken about you. The first purpose of prophecy is to foretell. There's something on the schedule that is on the way, and the purpose of that prophecy is to say it's on the way. Secondly, the purpose of prophecy is to foretell. This means it is to add something to the agenda. This means it wasn't scheduled, but because it was spoken, it becomes scheduled. You see this all throughout the scripture. You can even look at Elijah. Elijah. In 1 Kings, he says, as long as the Lord lives, at my word there will not be rain. Stop. He didn't ask God because he was the man of God, he spoke it. And because he spoke it, he saw it because he was forth telling something. In other words, God said, I didn't plan to shut the rain up, but Elijah, I'll back you up. Which means there are certain things, the reason you got to be careful what comes out of your mouth is because God will say, you know what? I wasn't planning for you to go through that heartache, but since you said it was going to end that way, let me give you what you said." I wasn't planning for you to go through that financial crisis, but since you said that nothing ever works for you, let me give you what you said. I wish you realized you weren't sitting next to somebody that was just a regular average human being, but you were sitting next to somebody that the Bible says, as he is, so are we. What is he? He's a speaking spirit, which means everything he wants to see created, he first says it out of his mouth. So prophecy foretells and it foretells. Now watch me. Everyone may not be a prophet, but everyone can prophesy. Say it again. Say, everybody can prophesy. Say, I can prophesy. Your tongue, in fact, is a prophetic weapon. Say, my tongue is a prophetic weapon. Mm -mm, I need you to say it like an army. Say, my tongue is a prophetic weapon let me show you this in Isaiah chapter 45 verse number 11 watch what the Bible says thus says the Lord the Holy One of Israel and his maker ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hands you command me put the scripture up it says this it says anything that I have created you have the ability to command it with your mouth Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Anything that I have created, you have the ability. Watch this to command it with the words that come out of your mouth. Which means you've got to stop thinking. Watch this that you're powerless. You've got to stop thinking that. Watch this. You don't have authority. You've got to stop thinking that you don't have ability. You've got to stop thinking. Touch your name and say you're not chump change no 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 i need you to realize that when you open your mouth isaiah 45 and 11 when you open your mouth you are in fact using the authority that god has given you to command things in the earth sometimes we get frustrated and we get angry with god because certain things don't go the way that we want them to go not realizing that god says as it relates to the earth i have given you authority which means anything that happens in the earth it happens because you let it happen anything that doesn't happen it happens because you stopped it from happening i need you to stop being mad at god like this like god is responsible for what you're dealing with and i need you to realize you didn't use your mouth to do something about it touch your neighbor say your tongue is a weapon he says ask me of things concerning my son to come That is significant because a lot of the times we walk around we walk around confused we walk around uh, uh, acting like we don't know what's going on. We're acting around like, oh, oh, what's this, what's that? And God says, you never asked me. Put it up and leave until I say take it down. He said, you never asked me. Tell your name and say, ask already. Ask already. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Whenever you start walking in authority, watch this. To weak people, that'll be, that'll be perceived as abrasive. Whenever you start walking in authority, watch this. The people that watch this that would rather sit back and act like a slave, they're gonna look at you and say, Why is you acting like that? And I need you to realize Revelation 5:10 says, God has made you to be a king and a priest. How does a king rule? He rules by decree, he rules by speaking a thing and seeing a thing. So everybody under the sound of my voice, you may not be a prophet, but touch your neighbor and so say, You can show sure prophesy. I wish you start prophesying to your Thursday and telling it to give you some favor. I wish you start prophesying to your Friday and say that it's going to be an amazing day. I wish you start y'all are playing with me and I don't understand why you're doing that. Say, I prophesy to the rest of this year. Say it's going to be the best of this year for me. I need you not to get frustrated if stuff don't pop up like you tell it to. You just watch me keep speaking until I said until I saw what I said. Somebody said the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year. You might be sitting next to somebody that don't believe that. So I need, you, I need you to check your role. I need you to please check your role. Would you look at the person on your left and look at the person on your right and say, I said what I said. Say the rest of this year it's going to be the best of my year. Now watch their response, because if they don't praise him, you sit next to a hater, and I need you to switch seats. Now, now watch this. Prophecy has a purpose, uh, which is to manifest God's intentions in the earth. Amos chapter 3, verse number 7 says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. He says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret. Say his secret. God says, There are certain things in the earth that I do not do until I reveal it to a man of God who then declares it. Now, this is going to be difficult for those of you who like to bypass God's process. Because you're so concerned, watch this, about having something that, watch this, doesn't even exist in the scriptures. Consider this. You're looking for a voice, but you won't even study a verse. You are looking for an audible expression from God, and God says, I didn't even talk to my own mother that way. When I wanted to, watch this, let Mary know I was on the way, I sent an angel. Because, watch this, because even though she was going to carry me, watch this, she couldn't handle a conversation with me. For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. So the purpose of prophecy is to manifest God's intentions in the earth. Allow me to give you a scriptural example. In Exodus chapter number seven, God says to Moses, he says, go to Pharaoh and you're going to tell him to let the people go. He says, now, Moses, you're going to be as God to Pharaoh. And then he says, then he says, and Aaron, your brother, shall be as your prophet. Stop. Why would Moses need a prophet if the Bible says he was God was going to make him as God? you missed it why would Moses need somebody to prophesy if God says to Moses as far as Pharaoh's concerned you're God it's because God doesn't allow anything to manifest in the earth until it's been prophesied can y'all not hear me Which means there are certain things you're like, well, the Lord knows. He does know. But what he does know is you need to open your mouth and invite it from heaven into the earth. Somebody say, I got to open my mouth. God says, I'm going to even set you free until you prophesy it. That's why the woman with the issue of blood, what does the Bible say? She said within herself, which means, watch this. She had a conversation with herself in her mind and said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, what did that woman do? She prophesied. And when she prophesied, she saw what she said. So look, so Psalm, Psalm 147, 15, Psalm 147. 15. So we understand the purpose of prophecy is to manifest God's intentions in the earth. Nothing will manifest in the earth until it's been prophesied. First. Y'all hear? Say first. It says he sends his command to the earth. Once it's prophesied, God says then things start running. Look at me. Let me, let me help you because, because here's the issue. Here's the issue. Prophecy, once it's released then it's released, which means everything that comes with birthing it is released at the same time, which means the problems and the process that go with it come at the same time, which is why some of you were doing good until you prophesied winning season. And then all of a sudden you're like, what the heck is this? Because you were going to have to deal with a process in order to see it manifest. Somebody say, but I'm running now. And you better run for it. Touch your neighbor say, I'm running for it now. You ain't going back. You're not turning around. You're not going back to what you used to be. Baby, you might as well run on to the finish line. Somebody holler, I'm running on. So, so, the job of a prophet. My job is to point you in the correct direction purpose of prophecy is to manifest God's intention in the earth. The job of a prophet is to point you in the correct direction so you can see manifestation. Hosea 12, 13. Look at the screens. In Hosea chapter 12, verse number 13, here's what it says. It says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. You missed the whole shout. You missed the whole shout. How did he bring them out? So for everybody, watch this, who you want to skip church. No wonder why you' still stuck. How did he bring them out? Do you see this for yourself? By a prophet the Lord. Why does God need to have anything to do with a man? Because he set it up this way. He set it up this way so you never ever think you're too good to be nice. So you never, ever think that you're too special to where, watch this, to where you get to evade his way of doing things. You want to know the issue that many Christians have is that you think that you're the exception to the rule. Let your neighbor say, you're not the exception. Say the rule still stands. So by a prophet, he brought them out of Egypt. What is Egypt? Confinement. What is Egypt? A a narrow place. What is Egypt? It represents your past. What is Egypt? It represents what you've gotten comfortable with and you're scared to change because it's all you know. For 430 years, they were slaves in Egypt, so much so that when they had freedom, they didn't know what to do with it. Can I tell you, freedom is actually more, watch this, it's more difficult to manage than bondage. Because in bondage, everything is directed to you. Everything, you're told, get up at this time, go to sleep at this time, use the bathroom at this time, do this, do this, do this. But when you finally get free, I pray you're not afraid of your freedom. (laughs) When you finally get free, now all of a sudden you've got a greater level of strength. Can I be honest with you? Having marital problems is actually easier than not having the problems because now y'all got to find stuff, watch this, to go conquer instead of fighting one another. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Can I tell you, not struggling financially is actually more difficult because now it's going to test whether or not you really got the heart of a giver. It's gonna, Are you doing it? Watch this just to get out of your mess. Or are you doing it because you graduated from living from paycheck to paycheck. But I'm blessed to be a... By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel up from Egypt out of their comfortable place, 430 years, which means three to four generations lived that same way. And that's why you were born. You were born to be the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You were born to be the curse breaker in your bloodline. And as long as you keep trying to watch this return to your Egyptian mentality, God says, instead of running, you're going to be walking. But I think there's somebody on your road that has decided, I'm sick of it taking this long. i may be the only one that's cool man go by yourself you learn how to do that somebody say i'm running from this night forward it ain't gonna take god to december 31st for somebody you're gonna see this thing happen by the you're gonna see this thing happen by october 31st it ain't, ain't gonna take God that long somebody throw your hands up say my house is next house, yeah. say right now right, yeah. release the praise go Watch me. It says, and by a prophet was he guarded, which means God brought him out. But the same obedience they had to have to the word to get out. Here's the line. They needed that same level of obedience to stay out. Let me tell you why some of you repeat cycles and circles because you obeyed to get out. You stopped obeying when you got out. Y'all ain't talking to me. Talk to me, digital family. Come on, don't leave me by myself. You were so faithful when you were struggling. And then when you lost your struggle, you ghost, you like Casper. Can't nobody find you. You were so faithful when you were begging God to get you out of that abusive relationship. And now that you out of it, watch this, you're so big, busy on plenty of fish and match.com and that you can't even be found in the house of God. Y'all are not saying nothing to me. You begged him to get your marriage together. He got it together and now ain't nothing about God important anymore. God says the same obedience that you needed to get out is the same obedience you're going to need to stay out. I wish I had my prayer warriors praying for me. This is rough ground to till but I'm going to walk through it anyhow. Say by a prophet was he guarded Ooh, that's deep. Because a guard means there's stuff coming against you that you need protection from. Which means, watch this, the word that's prophesied, the word you're taught, becomes the word that protects. The word you're taught is the word that protects. It's the word that covers. Which means, watch this, when you get from up under the word, no wonder why you're not guarded. You wouldn't have to guard yourself so much if you let the word guard you. For every suspicious person in this room where you're always a cynic about everybody else's motives and what everybody else got going on, let me tell you who the real lie is you. The real lie is your own insecurities about yourself. And if hard ground to plow, Lord, give me the grace. Say, Lord, speak tonight. You wouldn't have to work so hard to protect you. If you follow the word, you're so nervous about losing everything because you're disobedient. You're so nervous about it not going right because you, y'all ain't saying nothing to me. But I wish you'd prophesy to your role and say, but not this role, not this role. Say, we're them that possess. Say, we are them that manifest. The job of a prophet is to point you. In the correct direction so you can see manifestation. So what does Moses do? Moses points. God takes Moses on a 40-year journey on the backside of the desert. He prepares him. Watch me. He prepares him for 40 years. Here's what's amazing. is His preparation lasted longer than his time on the stage. Jesus prepares for 30 years to lead for three and a half. Watch me. We live in a generation now and a time in earth now where nobody wants to prepare and everybody wants to possess and you don't even understand the book because in the book you always prepared longer than you possessed. So if you're still in preparation stage, I need you to not be angry. I need you to not feel like something's wrong with you. I need you to not look at me, please. I need you to not feel like you're so messed up and jacked up. I need you to know that's just the way it works. Janice says, that's the way love goes. This is the way ruling works. What's this? What's this? What's this? Moses then, after 40 years, he goes back to deliver them. He goes back to deliver them, and he's the only one that knows the way to get to where they were headed. So Moses comes back, and he, boop, he points them. He says, y'all, come on. Let's go over here. Moses, where we're going? Trust my voice. Moses where we're going didn't I pull you out of 430 years overnight watch me I hope you have enough faith to not just get out but to stay out that's why Jesus prayed for Peter and when he prayed for Peter, he says, watch this, Peter, Satan desires to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith would not fail you. In other words, he said, watch this, Peter, you came out, but watch this, I pray that you stay out. So watch this, my prayer is not that you don't go through trouble, my prayer is that your faith doesn't fail you while you're in trouble. Can you say this, say, faith don't fail me now. Faith don't fail now. now look, the job of a prophet is to point, which is to give direction so you can see. Manifestation. Remember, I, at the beginning of the message, I said, "Let me be the usher." <laughs> oh no, hold on. Some of y'all remember old school ushers. <laughs> I remember one time I was at church and they were doing an offering, and the lady, this lady, this 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 lady said,
0: <laughs> "Everybody stand up."
1: <laughs> I said, "Baby girl, Darlene, you do not know the man in which you're speaking to." Find yourself. <laughs> you talk to me like that again, you would be fried fish in the morning. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> it didn't even take all that. You could have just. Why not just pass it? Y'all creating traffic jams. Everybody, stand up. That's what she did and then she did this turn to the right I said baby girl I've been in the military what she don't know is I'm the general Um, touch your neighbor say the job of the usher is to get you there say and not care how you feel about it I need you to stop being mad at the usher what's the usher your storm I need you to not be mad. That Watch this. It doesn't care how you feel about it. Its job is to just get you to where you're going. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Direction doesn't mean you avoid devastation. Shut up. Because after every word is released, there's something called process. So prophecy has a purpose. The job as a prophet is to point you in the correct direction. But then after the prophecy is released, you got process. Say process. This is the part where most of us get discounted, uh, discontented, distracted and can feel defeated because process is always painful and that part is rarely announced when the prophetic word is released because you wouldn't want the word if you knew what it cost. You would not want a prophecy if you knew what the prophecy cost. Y'all not saying nothing to me. You wouldn't want to hear it's winning season if you knew you were going to have to deal with some jackasses to get there. I'm not cussing, that's Bible. Deuteronomy 22.10. All right? Watch, watch, stay with me, watch. But but watch this, I need to tell you something, it's about to be worth it. Let me just shout by myself, that's cool. Let me just shout by myself. Somebody say, it's about to be worth it. I came for everybody, watch this, where the truth is, it's brutal. And it's beautiful. It's brutal (laughs) Because some of the stuff you're dealing with is beautiful. And some of the stuff you're dealing with is brutal. What trips you out is you're dealing with both things at the same time. If I'm talking to anybody where you got some stuff like that in your life, can I get you to just throw your hands up in the air and say, but it's about to be worth it. Watch, 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 watch. God's love is free. If you've been around for longer than a month, you know what the next part is. But greatness has a fee. A lot of times we think, well, if God loves me, I, 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 you know what I can't stand about American church? Is that y'all get stuck at love. God loves me. and I love him. What love got to do with it? God got a room full of people come to see him. It's the movie. Just don't worry about it. Google it. Google it. And watch me, um, um. So God loves you. Great. What you gonna do? Doesn't say what you gonna do. (laughs) By the way, when I have you touch your neighbor, I'm not just doing that because I don't have content. I'm doing that so you activate the principle of faith. Matthew 18, 19. Wherever two touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. Which means, watch this. I need you to stop thinking that when you come here, it's all about you only. It's about making sure everybody in your section leaves with freedom. Everybody in your section leaves with breakthrough. So if somebody don't look like they want to touch you, don't you be intimidated. Touch them anyhow. Don't you let them break the flow. So let them just sit there and do. Let them do. Let them do you, baby, because I'm going to make sure my job is to be the usher. I don't care how you feel about it, but when we get there, you're going to shout about it. All right? So, so we get stuck at love. Everything's love, 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 love. Great. Then what? That's like getting stuck at the cross. Then what? Then what? That's great. It's like stuck in salvation. Then what? Okay, you saved, so now what you're going to do? So for the rest of your life, you'll come. Y'all, I'm saved. (laughs) This is why when people get up to testify, anybody grow grew up in old school church, when they get up to testify, this is the testimony. I want to give honor to God, (laughs) pastor, all the ministers and deacons and elders, everyone in their respective places. God has been God has been good to me because they ain't got nothing else to say we didn't come to see you do that for 15 minutes You know why they don't say nothing else? Because they ain't got nothing else to say. Oh, it's quiet. See, greatness has a fee. God loves you. Yes, he does. Unconditionally. But you know what good love makes you want to do? It makes you want to do right. Good love will make you want to dress different. Talk different. You can tell when one of your friends then, then found them an alleged love. They don't dress the same before they would just roll out the bed and say good morning now they ain't got to be to work until 8 and they up at 5 30. So, good morning hey girl what are you doing up at 5 30. oh you know no i don't know because normally you wake up at 7 45 and be at the house at 755. <laughs> somebody say his love makes me want to be better So watch Hebrews 5.8, Hebrews 5.8, Hebrews 5.8, flow with me, let me finish. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect or whole, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all that obey him. Verse 10, called of God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. That Melchizedek means king and priest. This means you get to be spiritual and successful. You get to pray and slay. It's not either or, somebody say it's both and. Check this out. Even God had to go through pain of process. Watch me to grow into who he was prophesied to be. He's theanthropos, 100 percent God, 100 percent man. So much man you can't believe it's God. So God you can't believe it's man. But even his hum- his humanity had to evolve, had to mature so that he could be who was prophesied to be. Which means listen to me, which means you and I, as we're going through life, we're going to have to evolve to become what God prophesied. Did you hear me? which means in your life. Watch this. If you're a basketball player, any basketball fans in here? Yeah. All right. All three of y'all. Football fans? This is Denver. Hockey fans? All right. Soccer fans? Uh, what else we got? Badminton? Cricket? Cricket? Or well, Verizon, I don't know. Um, <laughs> baseball? Can I ask y'all a question? Seriously, let me interrupt the message. So what is exciting about a baseball game? No, I'm not even, I'm not even, don't look at me at that tone of the face. The hot dogs? Okay. All right. I thought it was the hot dogs, too. That's what I thought it was, too. <laughs> All right. I went to a basement. Never mind. We love all sports at Harvest. (laughs) Say all sports. Watch this. Look at the uh, verse 10 again. Uh, Hebrews 5.10. Called of God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Called or designated. That means there that it was prophesied that he would be what? High priest after the order of Melchizedek. King and priest. So in order for him to evolve into what was prophesied, he had to go through process, and process was painful. Somebody say, it was painful. painful. So let's look at Revelation 5.10. Stick with me. And having made us, somebody say your first name. And having made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Listen, he's making you into what you need to be to occupy your prophecy. No, I need you to latch a hold of that. Somebody say, he's making me into who I need to be to occupy my prophecy. Now, here's the problem. Pain is messy. But let me parenthetically insert this. When you see somebody in a mess, don't gossip because they might be in the middle of a come up. I need you not to look at somebody because they're in a mess and say, ooh, what's wrong with them? Baby, you better be careful when you put your mouth on somebody that's in a mess because they might be in the middle of a Matter of fact, if you're dealing with some mess right now, you just need to say, I'm in my come up. Jesus isn't shocked by nor surprised by your mess, nor is he overwhelmed, underprepared, or didn't see it coming. Here's pain pain comes from the Latin word pona, meaning punishment. Stop! When a prophecy is released, he says, there's punishment that's released. Well, what you punishing me for? I didn't didn't ask for the word. Yes, you did. Here's the problem. We think punishment only comes on the heels of something wrong. But he was bruised, punished for our iniquities. Watch. For something he didn't do, he paid a price. Which means, watch this what's getting ready to happen for you is the punishment you've had to deal with. What does that mean? It means I didn't even do nothing wrong. This ain't everybody's situation, but this is somebody. You didn't even do anything wrong, but you're dealing with some painful situations, and now you're carrying the punishment for something you didn't do. You want to know why? Because what you're about to occupy is going to require a grace to be able to speak to people that went through the That have gone through the same punishment you did. You didn't ask to be molested, but you're about to have a grace that when you speak to somebody else, you'll be able to tell them the same God that got me through it. Watch. Then it means penalty. Ah! Penalty? Penalty, penalty, penalty. It means, watch this. A penalty means that there was an action that shouldn't have been taken and the action that shouldn't have to be, shouldn't have been taken, it gets a penalty. In football, they throw the flag, which means in that penalty, there may be a temporary setback because of an action you shouldn't have taken, but the game ain't over. I need somebody that's been feeling hopeless to hear me, the game is not over. To somebody that's been feeling like, oh my God, this is the end, the game. Is not over. Can I get you to say that, please? Say the game's not over. over. Then it means watch this. Hardship, suffering. But hear me, it's about to make sense. Isaiah 66 and 9, they're gonna put it up in the English Standard Version. I'm gonna read it to you in the New Century version. You've you've heard me mention this verse before. And then we're gonna go over here and then and then and then and then I will have ushered you. So if you didn't get ushered to the right seat, and it's totally on you. Here it is. Read it there in English Standard, and I'm going to read it in New Century Version. It says, in the same way, I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born, says the Lord. If I cause you the pain, shut up. If I cause you the pain, shut up. I don't mean it literally. It's a figure of speech because it gets so good. if I cause you the pain, I like how English says it, shall I? who calls to bring forth, shut the womb, says the Lord. Uh, listen to me. God says, I'm the one that could have stopped it. But I didn't. And the reason I didn't is because it was necessary. Say, represent. We shout about the prophecy. What I want you to get excited about is the process. Let me reintroduce you to (laughs) prophecy. But he says he's the one that causes the pain. If God is the one that causes the pain, then we have a conundrum here because the American God, you've been sold. He don't do that. He sits around in circles with Indian style seating. Or they don't, they crisscross applesauce. I'm going to say what I want to say. He just sits around talking about, come on everyone, let's love one another. Let's, let's build community.
0: <laughs> let's, just, let's
1: just enjoy one another. And Jesus is like, who is this dude? <laughs> Jesus is like, I'm the God. Dude, when I know you need to be stronger. I put a little bit more weight off on you. I'm the God that when I see greater in you and you're trying to settle, I'll stretch you. I ain't sitting crisscross applesauce talking about let's have community. God says, I'm trying to pull greatness out of you. Did you hear that? So, so, so here it is. Say it's about to make sense. So here it is. Prophecy then process. That process is painful. But here's where it goes. It goes to Prosperity. Now, that's not cash, cars, and clothes. It's the Hebrew word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You know what? Say it with me. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. One more time. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. Second Chronicles 2020. Let me show it to you real fast, and then I'm going to go back to the scripture we were on Sunday. Y'all all right? Can I finish it? and they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. Where'd they go? The wilderness. (laughs) And when they went out, Jehoshaphat, he's the king of Judah, king of praise. Is there a praiser on your row? You know you're dealing with a real praiser because watch this, they don't need no pump, they don't need no prime, they don't need no music. All you gotta say is praise and they're like, And they said, hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God and you will be what? Established. Believe His prophets and you will succeed. That word succeed there means prosper. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me represent prophecy. The reason that the prophetic word is released is to manifest God's intentions in the earth. After God's intentions are released in the earth, there's process after that. Process is what? Painful. But if you make it through the pain... I need everybody, I need everybody who's been thinking, I don't know how these last three gonna end up. I don't know, cause I had some good days, but Bishop's shooting. A lot of these days, and been some of them other ones. Touch your neighbor, say, don't fail now. Say, it's about to make sense. I apparently am in the wrong building tonight, so maybe I'm talking to my digital family. I need you to say this. Say, I can't, I can't quit now. Say, it's about to make sense. Can I go to the hood for a minute? It's about to go down. Would you? Throw your hands up. Say, my house is next. House is next. So allow me to show you where this happens. We were just here on Sunday. Uh-huh. Or excuse Sunday before last. I want to come back around to show you the same text under this context. Give me three minutes and we're out of here. You ready? Luke 5, 1. So it was, and the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Genesaret. Genesaret means land of riches or land of prosperity. So where are they at in a place of winning? Where are they at? Say, in winning season. season. It, It just didn't look that way when they started. Wins never look like wins when you start. Wins look like stuff that's about to weary the heck out of you. And I came for everybody tonight We'll watch this throughout your day. You have ups and downs and ups and downs. I pray you have a regulation of your emotions. That your emotions would watch this would not be up and down and up and down and up and down, but that you would see perpetual emotional increase. What does that mean? That you would see your emotions, watch this, serving you, not you serving them. I come against your stress. I come against your fear. I come against your discouragement. I come against your negativity. I come against your telephobia. That's not feeling like you're good enough. Somebody say, Yes Lord. yes Lord. Here it is verse 2. And saw two boats standing by the lake but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing the net. Somebody say they were done. Amen. Okay we learned that. They were done and when they were done this is when Jesus wants to start. Please hear me there's certain things God says are you done yet? Are you done with your negativity because I can't take no more of that. Somebody said, Lord I'm done with that. Are you done with doubting me? You've been doubting me all this time and you haven't even marked the progress you've made in your life. Are you done with that yet? Somebody shout, Lord, I'm done with that. that. And he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and they were washing their nets. In other words, they were not only done, but they were cleaning up. What does cleaning up mean? Cleaning up means they didn't have any expectation that there was anything else to be accomplished that day. Shut your doggone head up. (laughs) That was me talking to me. In other words, there are certain things. You better hit me tonight. There are certain things in life where you're like, there is no more need in any further investment. There's no more need in any further investment because this thing is dead. This goose is cooked. This turkey is deep fried. Y'all let's say nothing. But would you touch your neighbor and prophesy to them say, there's some more in there. You ain't talking the way I need you to talk to her. Tell them there's some more in there. They were cleaning up. This means they had lost expectation. They had lost hope that there was anything that could be accomplished. Verse three. Then Jesus got in the boat. Somebody said, "Lord, get in my boat tonight." which was Simon's, and he asked him, I wish y'all would free me so we could go, and asked him to put out a loaf from the lamb. And he sat down and talked to multitudes from a boat. Jesus says, give me your boat. I'm getting in your boat. Because watch this, when you did that last time, I wasn't in your boat. You talked about me, but you didn't have me. You mentioned me, but you didn't have me. He says, I wasn't on your boat. In other words, I wasn't in your plan. You planned everything based on what you could do. I wish you stopped looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. I wish you look at me like you know good and doggone well what I'm talking about. Your last plan was based on your education, your skill set, and your bank account at that time. But somebody said he's, he's in the boat tonight. Say it again. Say, he's in, he's in the boat tonight. He tells Simon, he says, put out a little bit from, 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 from the land. In other words, First thing I'm going to do is get you out of your comfort zone. I'm going to change your routine. I'm going to change your schedule. I'm going to change your circle. I'm going to change who you can trust. I'm going to change who you can talk to. I'm going to shut down who you've been talking to. I'm going to make it so that they don't even answer the phone. I'm going to make it so when you're talking to them, you're like, something is wrong with their spirit. When you see the phone ringing, you're going to feel disgusted. You're going to be like, what in the what, what, what is it? God says, the first thing I'm going to do is get you out of your comfort zone. Somebody say, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. Why? That's where the winds are at. That's where the victory's at. That's where the breakthrough's at. Watch. He says, and when he had stopped speaking, verse 4, he said to Simon, watch this. He prophesied. Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. What is that? prophecy he said put the net out boy we're gonna catch something somebody said my nets are out what does that mean put your expectation back out there (laughs) Ah. he says listen i know you're sick of expecting because every time you expect you get disappointed and let down he said i need you to put your expectation back out there watch this not for no people you keep getting disappointed because you're expecting I can't say that. People to do stuff. You're expecting yahoos to do stuff. That's why you keep getting disappointed. You ain't expecting me to do nothing. You kept expecting people to do stuff. I need somebody in this place tonight to say, but I'm expecting God. Which means if you don't do it for me, he'll raise up another. If you don't make it happen, he'll raise up another. Are you the one, or should we look for another? When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your next forecast. I taught you this in, in part one, uh, or uh, when we dealt with this last Sunday, Sunday for the last. There, there's two Greek words there. One is bathos, which so means take a bath in it. He says, Peter, Simon, because Simon means pride. He says, Listen, here's your real deal your pride wouldn't let you commit. Your pride wouldn't let you fully commit. Look at me, Wednesday. What have you not fully committed to that you're expecting to fully win in? I'm going to back that thing up and call him Big Daddy when he backs this thing up. Huh? Huh? You are expecting 100% out of what you give 25%. And God says, Simon, that's why it didn't work. Take a bath. To take a bath is very different than taking a shower. Take a shower, you can kind (laughs) of whoop. Take a bath. Watch me. You got to wait on it. Somebody say you in good company if you're waiting right now. You got to wait on it to get the right temperature. Because when it turns the right temperature, then you're able to step in it. And when you step in it, it took you 20 minutes to run it. So you ain't going to be in there no how minute. You're going to be in there for an extended period of time. God says, I've been getting the temperature right. So when you get in there, when you get in there, it's going to be ready for you. Somebody say, I'm ready. Say, he's ready. Say, let's go. Verse 5. Verse 5. Here's process. So what did Jesus just release? Prophecy. Verse 5, here's process. And Simon answered, here's process, master. We've toiled all night and took nothing. In other words, here's his pain. His pain is failure. Here's his pain. His pain is low expectation. Here's pain. His pain is disappointment. Here's his pain. Everybody around him wants them catch nothing. So now he doesn't watch this. He doesn't want to drag them through it again. For every leader, for every single mama, for every father, for every husband. Sometimes your process is that, watch this, I don't want to pull my family through this. I don't want to pull my leaders through this. I don't want to pull my department through this. I don't want to pull my kids through this. I don't want to pull nobody else through this. But what you're not understanding is it's really pride. Because you're basing the outcome on your strength and your ability opposed to God's. And you are robbing them of the, shut up! You're robbing them of the opportunity to watch God give you a miracle. You are robbing God the opportunity of showing your kids how He makes ways out of no way, how He opens doors out of. Master, I've been struggling all night, but we've been made endure for a night. He says, He says, we've been struggling all night and we didn't get nothing. What you get? Nothing. And how much did it cost you? A lot. How much pain you dealing with, Peter? A lot. How many fish did you need to catch, Peter? A lot. Where'd you catch? Nothing. Do you feel like trying again? Not really. You knew that when you saw me over there cleaning up. You knew that when you saw me over there, watch me, when you heard me say I ain't doing this no more. We tore it all night and took nothing. Why would they fish at night? Because it's easy to fish at night. Fish of the day is too hot. Fish are going to go down and it calls the predator fish out. The predator fish are going to eat the fish you're trying to catch, which means everything they catch in the day is a miracle, which means here's where your win's going to be in unexpected places. <laughs> I wish y'all... Sp- <sighs> your win is about to be somewhere you didn't expect it to be. It's about to happen when you didn't expect it to happen. In other words, you were waiting until Friday when you got your check. God says, baby, I'm about to have them put a double on you. You got something coming your way tomorrow. Don't play with me like these are just words. God ain't going to let these fall to the ground. Somebody say, unexpected timing. At your word, at your prophecy. And by a prophet, the Lord brought them out of Egypt. I says, at your prophecy, I'm going to let out my expectation. Say, say pain, pain. say process. process here's verse 6 let's go let's close it and when they had done this when they had followed instructions and they followed instructions they enclosed a large number of fists and their nets were breaking say enclosed Inclosed. they didn't have to catch anything it came to them enclosed didn't catch nothing mm, he said look, look you caught the fist he didn't catch anything all he did was obey the word. Even obey the word, what he needed came to him. I dare you to do this. <laughs> Say it's coming to me. You're gonna get calls from people you never reached out to. <laughs> Folk, you weren't even trying to get the attention of Go- Did you read this in your Bible? They enclosed a large number of fish. What is he? A fisherman. What can he do with fish? Sell them. What does that mean? Prosperity. What can he do with fish? Cook them. What does that mean? No lack in his house. And their nets were breaking at the wrong time. Peter would have said, you can't do this in the day. Just like some of us have said, God, you can't do that. Mm Mm-mm, no. Matter of fact, I just heard this. The Lord says, he says, what you've been calling wisdom ain't nothing but doubt disguised. Right? Mm -hmm. And their nets were breaking. Next verse, come on, let's go. Let's close it. We're about to ride Tonto. We're about to go. Let's go. They signal their partners (laughs) in the other boat. Stop! When did the other boat go out there? When they decided to obey the prophecy God sent a boat the same time they didn't know anything about. This ain't the first time God did this. When Abraham decided to obey and go sacrifice Isaac and start walking up the mountain, at the same time on the other side of the mountain, God sent a ram up. In other words, God says, you don't see your help yet because I'm not going to let you see it. I'm not going to let you see your help yet until you do what I said to do. I'm not going to let you see your help until you obey the prophecy, until you obey the word. In other words, watch this. Peter didn't know that there was another boat already out there at that time. So look, Peter looked up and said, what are we going to do? And when he looks up, he says, wait a minute, my partner's over there. In other words, I got some help that's already out here. And they came over. Somebody say, my help is coming. Once I obey. Here's what we want. We want to see the help first. You want to see the plan first. You want to see the provision first. You want to see the letter first. You want too much evidence. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is your evidence. Y'all playing with me. So they... They began to sink. Next verse. Simon Peter, <laughs> now his name changed. Simon means pride, snub news. Peter means rock. Someone said, like a rock. Because like says, you needed process. What did he just go through? Process. Think of his fear. Think of his anxiety. Think of his pain. Say, I needed process. Say, say it with me. Say, I needed process. He says, because your process made you into a rock how are rocks formed when heat he said you needed this because it made you into a rock because Peter you about to you about to be speaking to crowds to where if you can't handle this little stuff with these little guys Peter your first message 3000 people coming to join the church Peter, in your new city, in your first message, three thousand people are coming to join your church. So, Peter, so Peter, if you can't deal with that. You, you, we're gonna have trouble. Such so a neighbor said, "I needed my process." He says, "Depart from me. I'm done. Lord, I'm a sinful man." He got what was prophesied and it was so good he thought he didn't deserve it. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Everybody, please look at me. Even the arrogant amongst us. I ain't scared of you. Huh? I love you. Ain't nobody arrogant. I'm just joking. Look at me. You deserve what you're about to get. Not because you did everything right. In fact, what you did right Jesus. is not why he's doing it, it's because you obeyed the word. God says, represent prophecy, process, which is painful. But it's going to lead you into prosperity. So he takes two boatloads and two netfuls, fish back to the dock. And Jesus says, <laughs> Come on, Pete. He says, I'm about to change. Watch me. I'm about to change what you do. Watch me. Watch me. I'm done. I'm done. You ready? Peter. You did the same thing you've been doing. You just did it in the deep. It's the same net, same boat, same you. You just did it in the deep. Look at me. The same you've been doing. You're going to do it in the deep. That's me fully committed watch me, because of a prophetic word. And you're going to see what you didn't see yesterday. I don't know who I'm talking to, but watch me. It's going to be the same you doing what you've been doing. But you're going to do it in different position, in different placement. For some of you, different career. Same you, but you're going to see, I'm done.
0: Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator.